myself out. I am afraid of I'm terrified and paralyzed by I am deathly afraid of Welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast with your host, me, Ryan Perio. Hello and welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Perio. This week, we continue my live episodes from the Pedicolis Brewery during the Hops and Arts Festival back in May. And we got a couple more left. This week, it is artist Jeff Church. Uh, he is an amazing story. He has overcome a lot of obstacles to create amazing art. It's amazing contrast of color. We talk about how he got into art, his art inspiration and how he's overcome various physical challenges to still create amazing pieces of art that are highly colorful and amazing. It's a great story. Then we get into his sphere of thunderstorms with an amazing story of how that all started and how he handles it. So let's get into that episode right now with Jeff Church. We are here with artist Jeff Church. Jeff. Oh, let's grab the microphone. You can hold it in your hand or if you want to lower it to... It's up to you. you just pull it forward. There you go. Okay, testing. You guys can hear Jeff? Can you all hear me? How are you okay. doing today, Jeff? Doing well, doing well. I'm glad. So your fear is kind of interesting since we kind of got the weather come, coming through here. <laughs> right? So tell us about your art. Like you have some amazingly cool and almost trippy art because there's a lot of color, but there's also like a little bit of depth to each thing you do. Yeah. I wish there was like some kind of awesome thing I could say, but honestly, I just, when I start something, I don't have any preconceived idea of what it's going to look like. I just start and then it evolves into something and I just go from there. You're almost like a stream of conscious, like you're just a stream of conscious painting. Like it's almost like you're tacking on yeah. to each thing you start. Like it's not a, it's not a finished project at any point in time. Right. So what, made, what inspired you to go with this kind of, I guess, Picasso kind of style? Well, honestly, I've been drawing the little, what I call the Picasso style drawings since I was like nine years old. And I started drawing, that was the first thing I remember drawing. Well, other than Eddie from Iron Maiden. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I just started drawing that and then... Did anything just draw like you to, to you just saw something and just, just something you always wanted to do was that kind of that that flat non 3D style like taking a 3D item and then displaying it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Like it's it's super colorful. I love the fact that you have such a vivid color palette. Thank you. So, how is it just something that you've always just been a fan of color, or is it just? Well, um, interesting enough, I had cataract surgery when I hit 40, and it didn't really go well. So I started doing contrast of colors, you know, opposite of the color wheel, so that I can see them better, and I'll, I can be able to stay within the lines or not within the lines if I don't want to. Yeah. You know. But that's, a, that's such a great way to just repurpose or to rediscover art. 
is to cease to have something, I guess, like a hindrance and to overcome that obstacle by saying, you know what? Okay, if you're if I'm not going to be able to see like colors that are close together, I'll just go the opposite way and have things pop out. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's some that's such You a have to adapt. And I've been in a wheelchair all my life and so everything I've adapted all my life to everything, you know, from day one. That's so for me it comes easy. Yeah. And I it's it's a testament to, you know, your love of art. Like is you're not willing to give that up. And Thank that's you. such a cool inspirational like achievement to overcome and to still make such a fantastic art, you know, despite, you know, a vision an impairment of any kind to, to overcome that with creativity and passion. Thank you. I mean, if 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 you have if you're an artist, you have to create art. Yeah. Because if you're not, you're not whole. You don't feel there's something missing. And um, back in November, I lost my left eye. I fell out of my wheelchair. And oh. I think the main, main concern wasn't losing my eye. It was like, can I still create art? Yeah. And then I was creating art in the hospital. <laughs> so obviously I could still do it. Well, that's awesome. Uh, did you give any to the nurses or anything while you? Absolutely. Were... That's awesome. All the all the nurses that had me were like, "Can I get one of those?" I'm like, "Sure." That's awesome. Yeah. So Picasso is one of your art influences. Who else would you say is like a huge like artistic influence on your life that you like? Is you just look around? Well, as far as like my favorite artists, I would have to say Jean-Michel Basquiat. Okay. By far. I mean, nothing is even close. Yeah. And as far as like the way my art looks it's more Picasso-ish mm -hmm. because I, I just don't I do what comes natural to me and I'm just better at that style so, than say Basquiat yeah and say that's that's how I am too like there's things I'm comedically a fan of but mm -hmm. that I could never pull off myself like right. there's there's certain styles that I could never do but when I watch another like another performer I'm like I love what he does right. I could just never do that right I'm a big fan of uh, Joe Miro, okay. Picasso, of course, Van Gogh, um, Ledger, all those people really, when I saw their art when I was a, a kid, they, it just spoke to me. You know, mm -hmm. I grew up in, a, in an environment that encouraged art, you know, so art was all around me growing up. So that's how I always started doing it, just drawing and going from there that's amazing and then and all of a sudden I'm like why don't I try doing this for a living and uh, oddly enough I started making mosaics first and then I told you about the cataract surgery and I couldn't cut the glass shards anymore because it got too dangerous mm -hmm. I was cutting my fingers so I switched from mosaics to painting okay and I'm like I'll try taint, uh, painting my faces and see if it works and I sold it within a week so I'm like that's what I'm going to be doing now. Mm -hmm. So, what do you do? You miss anything about doing mosaics versus paintings? Is there? Um, not really, because mosaics are really t tedious. Mm -hmm. It takes so much more time for that in preparation. Yeah. When I go into a painting, there's no preparation. I just do what comes natural. You know. Yeah. You have to map out everything when you're doing a mosaic because everything has to fit. Yeah. You know not the same with the painting yeah and I, I know sometimes people are like that like they love the monotony and the tediousness and the planning like some people are just OCD enough that they like 
they like to be able to plot. They lo- they get joy out of doing that. So I was curious if that was something maybe you missed of just the planning, the preparation. Absolutely. The anticipation of this, oh, this is going to fit perfectly right here. Right, right. So you have a very interesting fear and a fun story that oh my. about it. Go ahead and say what you're afraid of. I am living in the worst state for my fear. I have a fear of thunderstorms. And, and we're in Tornado Alley. Yeah, so. You're a thunder buddy. You need a thunder buddy. If yeah. anybody out there, Jeff, needs a thunder buddy. <laughs> I just can't. I've ever since I was a little kid, and then about six months ago or a few months ago, I posted about being sick because of a storm that was coming in, and my sister saw that and she said, "You know why you don't like storms?" And I was like, "No, why?" And she's like, "Well, when you were four years old, there was a celebration at Trinity Park in Fort Worth for the uh, fireworks." And there was two tornadoes that came down out of nowhere and hit Trinity Park and flooded it instantly. I mean, flash flooding and everything. And she said that that must have led to your fear of storms. Because ever since then, and when I was a kid, it was so severe that I would run a temperature and physically get sick. And now I'm not that bad, but I still like them. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. Like to imagine being a small child and just being like people like just the, just hearing just feeling the chaos and anxiety because if you're really young, that's all you have is you go off the vibes of everybody else and you're in just a mass panic event. Like how would you how can you you know, how could you ever possibly like those at some point? Like to <laughs> me, that would be that's like the ultimate like phobia is to be in that kind of situation. And then... then and then, then there's people that actually do it on purpose. Yeah. Put themselves in the center of it. <laughs> I am one of those people. I won't, I won't lie. I've storm chased. I have... I've seen a tornado. Like last year when we had those tornadoes in October that went through, I was out doing comedy and like we literally saw like the funnel cloud like coming down. Which is... It's thrilling and scary at the same time. <laughs> And so I totally, I totally get the fear. And so for me, when I was a kid, though, I was telling him as a kid, I was afraid of thunderstorms at night. Like that was my big fear. Like I didn't, I was okay with them by day because I was awake. But when you're asleep and I don't know if I'm on the spectrum or something, but just the sudden noise and bright lights and not being able to sleep would just would just shake me to my core like i would be just completely basket case i can totally relate because you you try to hide under the blankets you just could see the lights also the movie poltergeist did not help i don't <laughs> know if you saw the original poltergeist where the kids like got a thunderstorm and he's counting down to right. they tell him to count the thunder to see if it's going away which never works and so it, then it just gets starts getting closer and closer again mm-hmm. and so you're like oh i hate this yeah it realizes how useless that fear is. Like, they just tell you to count. It's okay. It's going away. No, it's not. <laughs> nope. Just just come during the day. Can you not just be a storm in daylight hours? So, from that, like, how, how do you handle thunderstorms now? Do you, You're still, like... I don't get sick like I used to, but I still... I get it. My stomach gets upset. No, is but, it... 
I used to run a fever and everything, like literally run mm-hmm. a fever. No, is it based on severity? Like if you see a lot of red in the red of radar, does that just... I can't even it? watch the weather when it gets bad because I'm just, I get too paranoid. Okay. You know, I'm like, okay, I live in this apartment that's about to get swept up, you know? Yeah. Or you're going to, you're probably on the ground floor. So whoever's up, you got an upstairs neighbor you're about to meet, you yeah. know, as they come through. Exactly. Yeah. My neighbor's situation is a whole nother story. (laughs) You got a freer of neighbors too. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a totally legit fear. And you know, one that people, you know, as kids, when you're traumatized by weather like that, like I know a, a comic that's claustrophobic because of a tornado, they hit their school. And because of that, they were huddled down in the, in the school. And like, everybody was on top of her and just, you know, like, wow. All the adults get on top of the children to make sure they get taken first. I'm like, that would be terrifying to have, to not be able to breathe. It still, like, may still not survive. I couldn't imagine. I mean, that's, and I'm, I'm so glad you did this, Jeff. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Where can people find you on social media if they wanted to pick up a painting or? I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram at the Art of Jeff Church. I'm also on Facebook at The Art of Jeff Church, and that's about the only social media I do. Okay. Well, we'll definitely check you out. Thanks again, Jeff. Thank you. Have a great day. Hopefully the weather's not storms. Absolutely. I think it's going to clear up. Yes. It looks sunny out there. (laughs) Thank y'all. So that was Jeff Church. What an amazing story. I was I was dumbfounded by the way he's able to repurpose when life throws another obstacle at him with the cataract surgery and able to then work his art to do contrast to color. And I felt the desire, just like I do stand-up, when he had health issues that maybe prevented him from doing what he previously loved doing in art, but found a new way to do art in spite of challenges it's amazing. Like, I feel the same way about comedy. Can I still do it? Like, even with any kind of health challenge, can I still do stand-up? That's my only goal. I I really love that. And I definitely can relate to the story of being caught in a thunderstorm with tornadoes in a public place where you're just scrambling and so much panic. I can imagine how that anxiety would just basically stay in your subconscious for so long. Check out The Art of Jeff Church on Instagram or Facebook. That's usually where he posts. Um, you can catch some of his art at any of the uh, usual art spec shows. Uh, look up the usualartspecs.com for information on those. Jeff usually is a regular artist at those places. Um, he was fun to talk to. Real kind of interview shy at the beginning, but really opened up in a beautiful way. And I hope I wish Jeff the best, and he went and saw Andrew Dice Clay when he was in town recently, so I hope he had a great time. Um, I had a great time interviewing him, Um, and that's basically the episode, episode 58. Um, It's been a fun week for me. I got back to my roots. I did backdoor comedy for the weekend. It was nice to be able to do 15-20. I'm still working on some other things. I'll be at Hyenas this Thursday for a 325 show in Dallas. So if you are listening to this and you want to come check out a show in the Dallas location, come check us out. Uh, we'll have a great show. 
Also, I'm looking for new guests. As always, I've got a couple of interviews this weekend. I interviewed a couple of comedians. I probably have, you know, one I need to redo. And then one, an artist I also need to work with to get an interview set up. So I'll work on that. Um, next week, we'll probably conclude my live episodes. I want to do redo one of the ones I did live because we just didn't have the time because it was kind of chaotic. As you can kind of hear in my pacing in this one, we were running low on time and I felt so guilty that I was going over my time and cutting into Oscar Nash's to get some of these interviews done. So we'll do one more with Maroches next week with his amazing tacos and his food stories, which were awesome. Uh, if you're interested in interviewing for the podcast, shoot me an email at somefearfans at gmail.com. I will start seeking out more people to interview on my podcast as we go along. Hopefully we'll have a few more comedians and then I'll get some musicians and authors and things of that nature as well. I thank you guys for listening. If you do like the show, do me a favor and leave a review. It helps the visibility of the show. Also, you know, recommend it to a friend. You know, if you want to follow the podcast on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, be wonderful to do. Um, got some amazing episodes coming up. Uh, probably will interview, like releasing uh, this person I interviewed from Netflix here in a couple of weeks. So we'll work on that and we'll get some more interviews done. I try to do them every Saturday that I can. If you guys are inter interested in doing an interview, don't feel free to reach out. I want to interview almost everyone I possibly can. I thank you guys for listening to the Sum of All Fears and have a great week. And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh2o. Get it? H2O like water. You can also follow him on Facebook Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olson for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website gunnarolson.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me... On social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O. On all social media platforms, you can follow me there. And you can check me out at ryanperio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just 
in a in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening.